As long as he has money, he will be content, for money answers everything. He is a fool like this, who fails to see that money cannot heal the soul. The king may irritate you, but be careful not to curse him in your thoughts or anything you say. And do not curse the rich. You ought to guard your words, lest by your words you be undone. A little bird may hear your thought and tell your thinking to the king. Then he and everyone will know your vanity. Welcome to the Inverse Theology Project. I'm your host, T.M. Moore. This is Volume 9, Number 1, Biblical Theology Edition. Solomon is winding down his argument against the vain pretensions of his son and of any readers who think they're clever enough to make their way in life apart from God. We can't know everything, Solomon says in Ecclesiastes 10 and 11, and this means Life will entail a great deal of uncertainty and disappointment. And even if we manage to realize success, prosperity, and a measure of happiness under the sun, the dark days of judgment and death are coming. How will we fare when we stand before the eternal judge? Here are chapters 10 and 11 in our study of Solomon's book, Ecclesiastes. Consider... Just as dead flies putrefy perfume or ointment, causing it to stink, likewise the little folly you might try on every now and then will surely sink your wisdom and your reputation. For the wise man sets his heart and mind to think in upright ways. The fool shows nothing more as he goes on along his merry way than that he is just that, a fool. His store of wisdom is depleted. On the day he needs it, folly has consumed it all. Suppose a ruler in his heart might say a word against you, seeking your downfall. You must not panic. Do not leave your post. Seek peace and reconciliation. All offenses can be pacified, or most, at least. There is another evil I have seen beneath the sun. I do not boast. A ruler makes an error in judgment by some hasty act, and folly rises in the land. His rule might seem to dignify such folly, but all folly still is sin. The world might be turned upside down, rich folks brought low, their servants riding in a carriage while the princes walk around like servants, but all wrongs will be made right. The man who digs a pit trap will be found snared in it. He who has tried with all his might to break through someone's hedge or otherwise invade his privacy will know this plight. He will be bitten by a serpent. Lies come back to bite you every time. The man who quarries stones may get hurt as he tries to move them, and the man who splits wood can be injured if it splinters in his face. To chop wood with a dull axe means a man must use more strength than if he had in place a sharpened edge. But wisdom brings success. A wise man's words are full of truth and grace. The foolish babbler's words just make a mess of things and cause confusion, anger, pain, and vanity. The fool's words bite, not bless. He may have much to say and say it plain enough, but he's a fool. And soon you'll see that he sounds like a man who's gone insane. He keeps on talking, for he thinks that he knows everything, and everyone should hear him out. But he can't know what is to be. No, no one can. And so it will appear to all that he's a fool for going on and on when everyone, including him, is near to boredom by his words. And once he's gone, you'll wonder whether he can find his way back to the city. Woe to everyone who has a juvenile to rule the day, whose magistrates consume the wealth of all their subject 
and are fools in every way. But where the king is noble, you may call that nation blessed, whose princes feast just when they should for health and strength, and not at all for mere indulgence. Happy are the men who rule their people thus. But when a man is lazy, soon his house decays, and then it leaks because he does not set his hand to caring for his property, for he would rather feast and drink, you understand. As long as he has money, he will be content, for money answers everything. He is a fool like this who fails to see that money cannot heal the soul. The king may irritate you, but be careful not to curse him in your thought or anything you say, and do not curse the rich. You ought to guard your words, lest by your words you be undone. A little bird may hear your thought and tell your thinking to the king. Then he and everyone will know your vanity. So cast your bread upon the waters. You will find it after many days. And give a serving of your goods and kindness to as many as you can while you still live. We cannot know when evil may appear. Learn from the clouds, which, like a sponge or sieve, release their rains unto the earth, both near and far, and bless the world with their largesse. We're like a falling tree, which, whether here or there, north or south, may come to rest, will lie there where it falls. Its life is through. It will no longer flourish, no more bless the world. And there are many lessons you could learn from watching farmers, See the care with which they sow and give their seeds unto the ground. The wind will scatter everywhere that precious treasure, so the farmer will not sow until the wind abates. If there are storms about, the farmer waits until they clear before he starts to reap. And you cannot know if today's winds will be still or wild or how a child forms in the womb of a mother, and you do not know the works of God. He who alone can do all things, sustaining everything just so. Do what you have been given. Sow your seed each morning. Do your work by day. And throw yourself into some night work if you need it. Make the most of all your time and do the best you can in everything you do. Pay heed to all alike. For which work will come through for you or when your time will reach its end, you cannot know, no matter what you do. And truly, light and life are sweet, my friend, and it is pleasant to behold the sun with each new day. For your life may extend through many years, and in them, every one of them, you may rejoice. But you must not forget that at the end, when life is done, the days of everlasting darkness fraught with emptiness are many. All that lies ahead beneath the sun is what it ought to be, mere vanity. Do not despise, therefore, your youthful days. Let your heart cheer you. Live and work the way your heart and eyes determine, whether they be sharp and clear or merely feeling your vain way around in life. But know that God will bring you near for judgment one day. Then you will be found to lack what he is seeking. Vanity and fleshly ways provide no solid ground on which to stand before the deity. Forsake them if you would be truly free. Visit our website, www.ilba.org, to discover the wealth of resources available 
to help you grow in your walk with and work for the Lord. You can review all the previous editions of the Inverse Theology Project by going to the website, clicking the Resources tab, then clicking the Inverse Theology Masthead. Volume 9 of the Inverse Theology Project continues with our next issue in which we continue our creational theology examination of the shield crafted for Achilles and the vain hopes it encoded for violent men who were seeking a world that never almost was. Until then, for the Fellowship of Iowa and the Inverse Theology Project, this is T.M. Moore.